What's going on? It's CJ Today Slayer, and I am the other part of the Upgrade America podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying your holidays. Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, happy Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. Whatever you celebrate in your homeland, we appreciate all the. We want to give a shout out to all the YouTube watchers of the podcast. We came up with about maybe 26 countries, places we didn't expect at all to be tuning into us. We want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We really appreciate it. We're trying to evolve and make our program better. Uh, Just give out information, perspective. That's what it's all about, sharing. We realize we're more global than just America. So thank you for that you guys um we will be shouting out all of you guys as soon as we narrow down the list thank you for listening and watching upgrade america podcast we're going to take you into the new year with the episode as well and 2020 should be a big year for us so thank you guys so much and girls upgrade america podcast the best show in the world Do this slow. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. You are on the greatest show on earth. Upgrade America. The special holiday edition. Here with CJ the Day Slayer. Looking very grinchy over there. (sighs) The main one. Mr. Grinch. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the ugly sweater to the max. Show you what I'm rocking with. Over here. Upgrade America, you know how we do. But yeah, thanks for chilling with us and spending some uh, some time and you know sharing a Christmas cheer with us on on the show. What's good, CJ? What's happening down there in Orlando? Uh, rainy. (laughs) It's like chilly and rainy, actually. Oh man, that's like the best the best part of Florida is like you know. Or at least in what Fort Lauderdale, Miami, you could, it's like eighty in, around Christmas. But what's Yo, the but it's gonna go to like seventy-eight. It's always like eighty at Christmas. I don't know what it is. It'll be crappy, except mm-hmm. Christmas Day will always be like eighty, eighty-five degrees. It's the weirdest thing. So, Florida got some strange weather. Like it rains every day, but you know you always get that sunshine. And that warm, uh, that warm air. That's what's Keep good. Keep my tan getting darker. You know what I'm saying? You know. <laughs> yeah. That melanin, man. No, gotta recharge. Represent. So um, today we're giving a, we're doing a giveaway. You know how we did for for Thanksgiving. We have a challenge, and we, we it's about Christmas. It's better to give than receive. But I mean, you can still donate to our Patreon. I wouldn't hold it against you. But yeah, we're gonna give, um, so for participating in the challenge, you know, we're, we're gonna hook you up with, uh, the Amazon. I'm thinking, um, I'm gonna throw a little extra on there and make it 30 okay. since it's Christmas. You know, we'll do, we'll do, uh, a little, uh, $30 gift certificate for, for Amazon. Please use our affiliate marketing link when you do, because we know you're gonna win. So, yeah. You want to tell them about the rules for the contest, CJ? Basically, we're going to have a set of challenge questions. You have to get all three right. We're going to kind of prompt you to let you know, hey, when it's coming. But you got to listen to the whole episode or find them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because we live <laughs> short attention span in society. Skip through the episode and try to find those questions. Yeah. It may, it may take you longer. Um, you have to answer on YouTube, get all three questions right in the comment section. Make sure you do that when the episode True. drops. And it's nothing too hard. Pretty yeah. simple, pretty simple <laughs> questions, you know. We'll keep them short and sweet. So, I guess uh, to get into the Christmas spirit, you know, we're going to start off with some Christmas jokes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you going first or you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead and set it off, Chris. All right, I'm, I'm going to set it off. Let's see, where is this joke at? It's pretty funny. Okay. Surprisingly, they're pretty hilarious for clean, yeah. uh, clean Christmas jokes. And some people, you know, they're probably dad jokish. We don't care. We just have fun <laughs> going over them. So. No doubt, no doubt. Being in the theme of Christmas, and I'm more of a Grinch person, I found the perfect joke to start this off. So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, why did the Grinch go to the liquor store? I don't know, Chris. Why did the Grinch go to the to the liquor store? Because he was searching for some holiday spirits. Yo, he does look a little tipsy, man. Let's let me see his face again. <laughs> <laughs> look like he had a half a bottle of Merlot. Yeah, you know, because we grown now, so we be into the wine, you know? Oh, you know, time to time I indulge. All so, right, you go. Let me, let me let me throw one out there for you. All what right. do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa Claus? No idea. A rebel without a clause. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Go man. ahead, bounce another one back at me, Chris. All right, let me see. This one was good. Um... Let's see. What? No, let's see. What's every else' favorite type of music? Classical? Rap. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So, what is. What nationality is Santa Claus? Hmm, I'm curious. Where? What? North Polish. Oh, shout out to Poland. <laughs> yeah, I hope they're they following their or have they made our country list? Uh, I'm sure they will once we tag Poland. In. I think they are, yeah. I think they are on the country list. Shout out to Poland. No doubt. Uh let's see. Alright, my last one would be why is Santa so good at karate? I don't know. Enlighten me. Cause he got a black belt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like how you did that. Oh. <laughs> uh, excuse oh, us, man. I got last one. I know, I know this is painful for, for you you guys and gals out there, but um, you know, a little, little Christmas humor won't hurt no one. So my last one is, what do you call a broke Santa, a broke Santa Claus? Ooh. St. Nicholas. Get it? Oh, no he broke out here holiday season like most Americans born in day. Yo, Christmas will wipe you out, man. Yes. Like after Christmas, you'll you'll notice so many scams. Like I go yeah. to I walk to the Walgreens parking lot just mm -hmm. to go to uh, get something from there, and it's like all these guys are in the parking lot. Hey, can you give me five dollars? Ah, uh, my car ran out of gas, and I'm like, no. Same parking lot, not even like a different store. Hey. Another guy, can you give me five dollars? My car ran out of gas. I'm like, you do realize that another gentleman like two feet away is pulling the same scam. Like, what is the likelihood of two people running out of gas in the same parking lot? <laughs> Christmas will wipe you out and people do desperate things afterwards. It's, it's like, even Santa even Santa Claus going broke off the holiday. I know, right? So let's um let's lead into it and um what we're really discussing is we're discussing Christmas, but um, some chilling facts and, and truths associated with the holiday that not many people may know. So um, off the rip, this episode is not to uh, bash anyone's religion or discourage your beliefs or anything. It's just to enlighten you on um, some things about the holiday that you, you may not be aware of. So... With that being said, feel free to be offended. <laughs> so we're, just keep, we're just keeping it real. So, um, I grew up Christian in the church, and I learned very much about the, you know, the Christmas story and things of that nature. And more or less, it's um, when you read the story, it says uh, the shepherds were in the field, and everyone was out doing their thing, and bottom line, Jesus was born in a stable. And underneath there's this, a, a very bright star, and it led these wise men and uh, and kings to you know to the place of his birth. Now, were you in Afghanistan in, in the winter? No, I just missed it. It's, it got cold like as soon as I was leaving. I left in November, so I think I got back before Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving in Germany. I I went to Iraq. The first time I went downrange was like um, mm -hmm. we got there in February. Okay. And my captain was like, this was back where, what, Fort Lewis, it was um, Army Special Forces 
base out there. We were training with them, and we also picked up yeah Fort Lewis right by Tacoma. But um, you know, when you deploy, you have all these bags, cold weather, cold weather bags, your uh, your C bags, your A bags, everything. Anyways, they wanted to give us cold weather gear, and I was trying to refuse it. (laughs) Cause I had all these bags, I had gun cases, got bags. So I'm like, yo, I don't want any more bags. And so my captain's like, yo, it gets cold in the desert. Like, take that. He's like, you don't need it. You may even need more cold weather gear, you know, because it gets cold out there. And yes, it gets cold. I only bring that up to say that if Southern Iraq gets cold, I imagine what Jesus was born in like, not Israel, but in, yeah, Israel in, in that region, like Bethlehem, but that gets cold in the winter too and according to the scripture it's saying that shepherds were out doing their thing and that couldn't be further from the truth in december and where i'm going with this is that i am not discrediting the birth of jesus i'm just saying that i don't believe and the scriptures have don't seem to indicate that he was born december 25th so the real question is, why do we celebrate Christmas on December 25th? And I'll kind of want to go into that. That's like the first thing we want to go over. So um, do you know what about the, the solstices, like the the winter solstice and or the, the summer solstice? What's yeah, so special vaguely. about them? Yeah, yeah vaguely. Vaguely. What, uh, um, well, I can high level tell you. For me, my birthday is June 21st, day of summer. That's hey, also. That's also the the summer solstice. What's so special about that day is that um, it's the longest day of the year. After that, the days get shorter until the winter solstice, which is December twenty first. Would they get well? Hold up, wouldn't they get longer during summer and then shorter in the winter? Okay, so contrary to belief, that's uh, it's actually the opposite. So after oh, Christmas, okay, okay. after after December twenty first. The winter mm-hmm. solstice, we start getting about five minutes more of daylight. It's, it's incremental. And then until the summer solstice, mm-hmm. being, my birthday being the longest day of the year, after that, the days start getting slowly, uh, we start losing daylight. Uh, so okay. when you look back on history, there are, there are countless uh, deities, people that have been worshipped, perceived it as gods what have you but they were born december 25th of a virgin and it seems to be a reoccurring theme in history so i'm pretty sure most people are familiar with with horus it's an egyptian deity but they also um link him to ethiopia and, and sudan but he was a god born december 25th by virgin 3,000 years before uh, before jews and you have buddha uh, a god from Nepal, 25 December, born of a, of a virgin, 563 years before Jesus. Then you have Krishna, an Indian god, born huh? December 25th by a virgin, 900 years before Jesus. Then you have Zarathustra, an Iranian god, born December 25th by a virgin, a thousand years before Jesus. This guy, I know you're, you know, Hercules. God, he's a demigod because he's supposed to be half mortal, or at least to the mythology. But anyways, a Greek god born December 25th by a virgin 800 years before Jesus. Mithra, a Persian god born December 25th by a virgin 600 years before Jesus. Dionysus, a Greek god born December 25th by a virgin 500 years before Jesus. Thamus, a Babylonian god. Born December 24th. No, just kidding. December 25th. <laughs> by a virgin. 400 years before Jesus. Hermes. Shout out. Hermes Trismegistus. Three times great. He's considered a Greek god, but he's also a, an Egyptian god. He read an awesome book called the Kabbalion. But anyways, a Greek god born December 25th. By a virgin. 200 years before Jesus. Adonis of Phoenician god, born December 25th by a virgin, 200 years before Jesus. Jesus. And it's funny that they classify him as a Roman god, born December 25th by a virgin, 300 AD. Um, 
I get why they classify him as a Roman god, and I'm, I'm kind of going to go briefly into why they um, Christmas kind of got moved to December 25th. But Roman Empire was would kind of be like equivalent to the United States. They pretty much ruled uh, a vast majority of the world. Were very powerful, but for a, a majority of the empire, they were pagan. So they had pagan rituals. They had pagan gods. Many of the emperors, they self-deified themselves. They're like, hey, yeah, I'm the emperor, but I'm also the god. So you got to worship me and, and their cults and, and everything along that nature. One was Sol Invictus, was a, a cult of the sun, also associated with the solstices, winter and, um, and summer. There's another holiday called Saturnalius. They had countless pagan... Um, countless pagan, uh, you know, holidays. And as we I mentioned in that list... There's countless other deities around the world that associate with this. And long story short, a lot of people are familiar with the Emperor Constantine. And he was a, a Roman emperor, and more or less he made the, a huge transition to, he's like, yeah, I know we are pagan, but now he likes Christianity, and that's going to be the national religion. And so, because there are so many pagans, it was easier to make the transition by associating Christian Christianity with pagan with paganism it's with christmas he, he did that with christmas but also with the resurrection with easter is uh is also uh i believe that's related to esthar yeah so uh, it's still in the, in the whole rabbits thing it, it's it's paganism blended in with christianity and i think that's something that needs to be clear with uh you know within in the church that there's nowhere in the scripture that it says it is uh, Jesus was born December 25th. This is just the day they choose to celebrate it. And that should be clear, you know, or else it's uh, you're kind of warping people's beliefs. But that's my spiel on um, the significance on, on why I think the, the day was moved. But do you, you got any insight on that? Nah, I mean, you make sense. I kind of seen some of the same stuff that you mentioned. Um, so... I had nothing to add on that. You you took that away, right? You got that. Hey, well, thank you very much. Um, best, yeah, best, it's best just because it, it blew it blew my mind. You know, learning about it, particularly how many deities that there were prior to, and it, it's it's uh nothing is new under the sun, and it's just there's a pattern, there's clear repetition, and it's just like um I don't know, it's kind of like Hollywood, <laughs> and I'm taking old stories and then revamping them that's kind of what it seems like yeah so, um, where are we gonna go into a um a challenge question yeah ho 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 if you're still listening and we got your attention we're about to do a challenge question challenge question number one i say again challenge question number one just gotta make that throw that disclaimer out there get your attention because this is the question one of the questions you have to answer to get that 30 dollar amazon Get certificate. Cool. Yeah. So, Chris, I'm gonna answer this question as well. But um, if you could have anything for Christmas, from real or from fantasy, sci-fi or whatever, what what would it be? Um, give me Jean Grey's powers from the X-Men. No, because I can't. I can't wrap that up into a present and give it to you. Something okay. physical. Something tangible. Something Tan that I can put in the box. Um, let's see. I like your answer. She has some pretty dope powers. I love her powers. Um, something Tan. If I can get something for Christmas, a house. Yeah, house. A house. Yeah. So you could have anything in the the universe and in the the Marvel universe and and every beyond that and you well, already said I wanted powers like give me telekinesis and all that I, mean, like, I could put that into a little amulet and be like here like now you have put this on but I can't like drain Jean's <laughs> powers and put it in a box and be like here Chris Merry Christmas I mean, that's what I would really want um like, I can't knock your answer if that's what you really want yeah give me Jean Grey's powers simple boom there you go well, I suppose I'll find a way to put that into a box. But okay. Sticking with the the <laughs> the theme of tangible items. Okay. I was going to say Thanos's power glove, like I could really Oh, the gauntlet. That, that little gauntlet looking pretty dope. 
But after recently seeing the latest Star Wars installment, The Rise of Skywalker, I kind of want that golden lightsaber. I know it's a downgrade from the power gloves, like the power glove will destroy the whole universe, and then you have the lightsaber. It's like it was blinging, man. Good film, by the way. But yeah, that's my I answer. Heard mixed reviews on that. I'm not really a Star Wars person, but I'm heard. I am a Star Wars person, but everything evolves, you know. So you can't expect everything to be like how it was in the 1970s. It's like over 40 years in the making. There's gonna be some changes. I've come to terms with that, and I had a, a really great time seeing. It. I suggest yeah. you do the same. I guess I kind of spoiled it with the golden lightsaber. But yeah, that's what I want. All you listeners out there. So, like, if anyone can find a way to get me a golden lightsaber for Christmas, so greatly appreciate it. But yeah, that's my answer. So, your answer is to reiterate, yours is a house. Slack <laughs> imagination, Chris. No, I said, I said G Graves Powers. I told you, give me that in a box. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Opening Pandora's box. I got a good one because I'm more of a Star Trek fan. So give me True. that teleporter thing. I, no, that is, I like that. Yeah, and give I me that. We're going to have to do an entirely different uh, entire episode on um, on teleportation. And, yeah, and, so teleport. And that, so then I got you, Chris. I got you a teleport. Yep. So. Contest participants, CJ's final answer is a teleporter, and my final answer is, yeah, I'm gonna change. It. I want that gauntlet. I'll take Thanos's gauntlet. Yeah, so uh, that's my. That's answer. real. Now you see what I was talking about. I mean, you you was more physical, but I was just like, well, all right, I do automatically like what I want, huh? Yeah. But I take the teleporter. The teleporter is cool though. You do yeah. it. You, you said something physical, so I got you. Cause it's like saying, "Well, Chris, I want all the knowledge in the universe." You can't wrap <laughs> that up and put a bow on it. Like that's true. That's true. That's uh, fair. That's fair. But I, I accept your answer. So okay. So final answer. Final, final answer. No changing yeah. after this. Nah, nah. Teleporter. I want a teleporter. Chris wants, CJ wants a teleporter, and I want Thanos's power gauntlet. Got it. Oh, boom. Well, yeah, I guess um, we're going to go into our next segment. You said you're talking about evil Christmas characters. What on earth are you referring to, Chris? Um, Well, my favorite, besides the Grinch, but I don't really consider him an evil character. um, Krampus is the most evil Christmas character out there. Krampus? Who's Krampus? Krampus. All right, so... I'm gonna read the short version. I'm gonna try okay. to be real short. I don't want people going like brain dead. All right, so he's a horned, anthropomorphic. I hope I said that right. Figure described as half goat, half demon, who during Christmas season punishes children who have misbehaved. <laughs> this contrasts with Saint Nicholas, who rewards well-behaved with gifts. Okay, Krampus is one of the companions of St. Nicholas in several regions, including Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, Czech Republic, Hungary, North Italy, um, and it says South Tyrol, and the province of Tarento, Slovakia, and Slovenia. So, so Austria, but not Germany? Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was like, maybe... The Bavarian part of Germany, probably a little more east, maybe like rural. They probably celebrated more than like Western Germany where we were, like Rhineland Platz. I think I said that wrong. Is it false? Um, I forgot. I might have I might have butchered the second part. But basically, so let me tell you what he does. So alright. This description was pretty good. So if kids are bad. They got to face his wrath. So he punishes naughty kids by stealing their toys, smacking them with a birch rod or a switch, as we say in the South. Um, Even tying them in a sack and chucking them into the river. (laughs) That's a bit extreme. I know, right? So So does he rescue them or do they drown to their death? (laughs) To their frozen death? You don't want to be bad, basically. You don't yeah, want to see behave, that. children. 
And I love that movie from 2015. If you get a chance to watch it, it's really good. Like it's actually, has its own movie? Yeah. It got several, but the one I like is the 2015 version. I had no idea. I didn't even know this guy existed. I just stumbled across it because I was like, yo, I don't really, yeah, you know, Christmas movies. I want to see something different. And it popped up. I'm like, yo, this is so dope. So it's really good. All right. So that's the first most infamous uh, evil Christmas character. I'm going to see if I can find some pictures of him and, and post them up on the, the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's a bunch of them. Like, um, I'm trying to think. And they have festivals and stuff in like Germany, uh, well, Austria and all this. Like December 5th is when they actually have the festival. People will dress up like them. Yeah. Go through the neighborhood and they do little things. Okay. So I'm going to go down the list real quick. Um, You got Bell's Nickel. And I'll, I'll share the link where you guys can see it. See the pictures of these people. Um, Let's see. Parts of Germany. Um, But... Pennsylvania Dutch communities. So that's your neck of the woods. Okay. Um, children get visits from the less intimidating Bell's Nickel instead of Krampus. Um, he's a man covered head to toe, dark fur, sneak socks, let's see, sneaks a sock or a shoe full of candy into children's rooms. Let's see. <laughs> He'll put his foot down, though, if you've been bad. You'll wake up with a shoe full of coal or switches. So he does do good. He does. He gives candy though. If you yeah, candy. but he'll so punch. Up, guy, does he do anything if you're good, or is he just he's nah. just a regular? He's an enforcer, like yo. Kids I been think Bell's like. nickel seems like he's not as bad as Crumpus. Crumpus is like really extreme. Like he's taking you out, basically. Yeah, Don't. he's throwing <laughs> <me> in the river. <laughs> I was like, yo, that was like a Biggie lyric, wasn't it? I was like, damn. Um, <laughs> so they have a let's see. So they said in the 19th century, men would sometimes dress up as Bell's Nickel and go prowling around the city as a practice called Bell's Nicking. But these days are, you know, gone. So, but they used to do that. Okay. So I'm probably going to butcher this one. It's rare um, for Chard, something like this. French, East France. Um, Let's see. He's pretty ruthless too, if I remember correctly. Um, he's another one of St. Nicholas's enforcers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Stuff you find on the internet, man. Um, this bearded black robe character carries a whip or a rod while St. Nick hands out toys to the good children. He's said to beat the naughty ones. Um, even though he might not be as visually terrifying as Krampus, some origin stories for Pierre Farad. I know I'm butchering that. Father Whipper is pretty grisly. So he's said to believe. Yeah, said to be an evil butcher who murdered three boys, a crime and St. Nicholas discovered before resurrecting younger youngsters and shaming him into working for him forever to atone for his sins. Okay. So this dude is like, wow. So no, that's Santa Claus sounds pretty gangster too. He's like, oh yeah, yeah you want to go around killing people? Give me your soul. You will work for me for eternity. I know, right? That is kind of Don't mess with Santa. Don't mess with Santa. Um, you got, all right. He's got goons and stuff. So he got goons. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> See, he keeping, he keeping it clean. He, he, he don't put, he not doing the dirt. He got... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We got like a few more. Um, Gryla, I think they're Icelandic. They look very ugly, by the way, like trolls or something. Um, Naughty children in Iceland, this is an Icelandic thing, um, have to fear being caught by Gryla. I think I'm saying it right. Oh, they're like orgs, I guess. She lives in the trolls. Yeah, comes out each year to plague bad kids during Christmas. <laughs> so, <laughs> during the 18th century, Gryla was such a terrifying figure. Her mythology at the time included eating bad children. Oh, she's famous? Scared them. Yeah. That a public 
decree ban the use of Gryla to strike terror in the hearts of the poorly behaved. She's also the mother of the Yule Lads, 13 mischievous characters with names like Door Slammer and Sausage Swiper. <laughs> Sausage Swiper? <laughs> so, it's up in Iceland. Um, Yo, was she eating kids and stuff though? Oh wow, all right. I can what's that like Hansel and Gretel kind of? Yeah, that- yeah. They'll, um, do we call that was her intentions? Is like the yeah. eat a mad candy and then like eat. Them. So you got a Russian Slavic for our friends out in that area. Dead Morose. I might. I probably butchered this. Um, Grandfather Frost. A equivalent of Santa Claus, but he acts a bit differently. Grandfather he, Frost? Yeah, that's his name. His nickname. Uh, he does wear a long fur coat and fur-trimmed hat. Um, he carries a magical staff instead of sneaking down chimneys to deposit gifts before disappearing into the night. Um, let's see. He's accompanied everywhere by his granddaughter. Mm. <laughs> Something. It's it's a long word. Shigruka Snow the Snow Maiden. Okay. Um yeah. he had a tough time in the Soviet Union. After the Russian Revolution, he didn't come at all for a few years due to the ban on Christmas like New Year's tradition. Joseph Stalin reversed the ban in nineteen thirty-five, but he ordered that dead murus wear a blue coat so nobody would confuse him with the western santa claus hmm. but i thought like red was like soviet color anyway it's like, i know yeah it kind of makes all sense. over that they're like yo we are taking santa claus uh, he said well we switching that up so um we got let me see la befana i think it's italian okay um, I know you were stationed in Italy. I wonder if you heard of this chick when I describe it. So, children in Italy don't have to worry about Santa, but they definitely want to remain on Bifania's good side. Right. On the night of January 5th each year, Epiphany, Italian kids wake up to the hope that Bifania, a shawl-wearing old lady who rides a, bro- a broomstick, will have to come down their chimneys and leave a sock full of candy rather than a lump of coal. Sometimes she's known for sweeping the floor before she leaves. So, I don't sounds know. Like she sounds like a good witch. Yeah. So, this guy looks dapper, but uh, the Bosque. I'm trying to remember what area that is, but. No, his I, name I haven't is... heard about that in Italy, though. You haven't? No, I haven't. Okay. I don't know. I was like, oh, the camp might know. Uh, this guy is Olin. Zero and in Bosque communities, Orozino, I know I'm butchering this, comes to town on Christmas Eve to deliver children's holiday gifts. And he's an overweight man who wears a beret, smokes a pipe, and dresses like a Bosque farmer. Bosque, where is that? That is, I'm trying to figure out that region, Bosque. I have no idea. I just had to look that up. Yeah, Google real quick. I'm kind of. I want to give people a geographic reference. B o s q. No, b a s q u e. B a s q u e. Where is that? I it's sounds familiar. Boss, Spanish Bosco, European ethnic group, characteristic by Boss language. Uh, let's look at maps. So. It's in Europe. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Did it? It didn't narrow down. Is it a, like a group, an ethnic group? Um, is that like still a country today? Uh, country, because here's the thing. It's saying like I guess it used to be where Spain is. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, originally. <laughs> He was pretty violent. So originally, he's now a beloved character bearing gifts, but he used to have more violent aspects to his personality. Originally, he went around town with his sickle, like the Grim Reaper, cutting the throats of people who ate too much on Christmas Eve. 
Yeah, you make a lot of friends like that. Yeah. So, uh, you got a Christmas cat. I've never seen this one coming. So, Christmas I think this is Icelandic as well. Um, Joe La. I'm butchering this, and my friend Margaret is going to kill me. Um, she's from Iceland. The Christmas cat. We're going to just say the Christmas cat. Fair enough. Unlike most of the characters on this list, doesn't care if you've been good or bad. This cat only cares if you're properly dressed. So, according to Icelandic tradition, <laughs> the towering, bloodthirsty feline who lives with Grelda, remember the other troll orcs, mm -hmm. and the Yule lads, eats people who don't get new clothes before Christmas. That ties into another Icelandic tradition in which those who have finished all their work for the year get new clothes before the holiday. Mm -hmm. And w in the end, the, <laughs> the, fashion, the fashion conscious cat is another way of motivating kids and sometimes adults to behave unless they be eaten by the giant feline. And sometimes adults. That's fun. I know, right? Okay, I think this is the last one from, I think it's Spain. Uh, Tio de Nadal. And let's see. Uh, <laughs> no, you gotta see the pictures. So it's known as a pooping log. Interesting. Um, started with the. Log. I know, right? Started with the Feast of the Immaculate Conception on December 8th. Cotillion, I think I'm saying that right. Families host a Tio, which is a small, hollow log propped up on two legs with a smiling face painted on one end. Okay. Each night, the family gives the log a few morsels of food to eat and a blanket so it'll stay warm throughout the evening. Okay? So, on Christmas or Christmas Eve, the family then orders the hollow log to defecate small gifts. Um, family members sing songs and hit the log with sticks in order to speed its digestion. And the law gradually drops candies, nuts, and dried fruits, <laughs> which makes sense, that the family shares. When a head of garlic or onion falls out of the law, all the treats are finished for the year. Interesting. So that was this? You said this is from Spain? Mm-hmm. It's a, I, I think I'm saying it right. Cotillion, I think that's how you say it. Or Catalan. I've seen some of them still pinata, but not so much. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. Like I said, I'll, I'll save the links for everybody to be able to see visually what these characters look like. That one didn't, that one didn't sound so easy. It's just pooping candy and onions and garlic time to time. Yeah, I, I was looking for the evil ones, but the best one is Krampus and the other two guys that were pretty evil. <laughs> so that's all I got for evil Christmas characters. What's your second challenge question? Um, What is your favorite what was it it was um was it movie as an adult and as a kid or christmas uh -huh. song i think it was christmas song yeah what's your favorite christmas song so favorite christmas song i would have to say i like that favorite thing song these are a few of my favorite things. oh totally, yeah totally what? lost a note on that favorite things what i like that one. It's pretty i don't want to remix it was it Mary Poppins or something? I had idea. I remember that song. Songs. I know that song. You might have to Google that one, bro. Like Rari's and Lambos and Yeah. I'm remixing and, and they get uh <laughs> and gauntlets from Thanos. <laughs> yeah, like oh that. yeah. Alert. Ho ho ho. This is the second challenge question. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ho ho ho. Yeah, definitely alert. So Mike, what is your favorite Christmas song? I like uh, <laughs> Silent Night by The Temptations. It's sad as hell, but I don't know why. I like that song. Temptations got a smooth vibe. Yeah. I, I can see that. It's sad, but I love that song for some why, reason. Why is it sad? I don't know. It is. It's like... It's very... It's like, I know it's slow and it's low, but it's supposed to be... You know, if the Silent Night is if yeah. referring to the birth of Christ. It's supposed to be... A know. magnificent uh, event. It literally changed the world. It, it split time, you know, yeah, from yeah. BC to AD and what have you. But uh, that's my favorite one. So your final answer is Silent Night. 
By temptation. It's gotta be by the temptation. Okay, then let's we'll put that in uh emphasis on it must be by the the temptations. Final what? answer. And what My about My final answer is favorite things. I don't know by anyone who listens it just the song in general, the concept of the song. Uh, not... You wanna Google to be exact or nah, you good. Just say I'm favorite. not that granular. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's my final answer. So, all, right. all you contest participants, challenge question number two, or answers rather, is Silent Night by The Temptations yeah. and Favorite Things. No specific author or artist. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the next segment we're going to go into is a little bit about this guy. Santa Claus. Santa Claus and uh, his association with well, magic mushrooms. Oh. So this was pretty interesting. Um, when I was doing my research, I came across uh, some interesting um, insights on, on Santa. Okay. So, um, let's just dive into it. So, in Siberia, they got these guys that uh, they call them shamans. Or back way back in the day, they called them shamans. And what these guys would do is they would go out and they would pick these magic mushrooms. These magic mushrooms were called Amanita muscaria. And I may have butchered that, so all you mushroom enthusiasts, please be gentle. But what these shamans used to do, they'd go, they'd pick the mushrooms, and they grew under, like, birch trees. And Mm -hmm. what they would do, they'd take the mushrooms, they would dry them on the birch trees, but they'd hang them like ornaments. Okay. And ironically, these mushrooms, they look very much like a Santa Claus hat. They're red and white. Oh, okay. And, um, so what, what I thought was funny is what these guys do, they would do it around the winter solstice, December 21st. They would dry the mushrooms. They'd put them into a big sack, you know, like a Santa Claus sack. And then they'd go around delivering these, these, these mushrooms. And more often than not, these shamans were old, bearded men, and they had white beards but uh-huh. because they loved the the mushrooms they believed it had spiritual power and um they honored the mushrooms by dressing like the mushrooms they wore hats that are made from red and they were red and white but what i really found interesting like inside iberia when it snows and it snows really hard the houses are covered with snow and like uh you can literally walk up to the chimney so you couldn't get access to like the doors and stuff so these shamans had to go on top of the roofs onto the chimneys and you know what they did oh wow they dropped the mushrooms down through the chimneys to the people and it's like a little gift so (laughs) they're getting uh (laughs) that's kind of where that tradition stems from Uh, but even with even to the chimney which I, i found fascinating so, um, another fun fact that I learned about shamans is uh, the reindeer. They love shrooms. Like, they're tripping on, on, on the shrooms, too. They go up and they eat them, and, and they really enjoy them. But I guess that could go to the whole theory of uh, maybe everyone's eating these shrooms. Mm-hmm. Reindeers are eating the shrooms, too. And then maybe they're perceiving them to fly across the sky. Mm. I don't know. But uh, it's just a just a theory out there. But at the same time, there I'm seeing where the, a lot of these co- correlations from uh, from Santa, even from the chimney to being on the roof, mm-hmm. like this, it seems to stem from. Let me give that one more shot. Amantia muscaria mushrooms. But yeah, that's a little insight on Santa and shrooms. Shout out to our people from East Siberia. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so they probably know all about that. And I'm curious to hear some feedback from them. Maybe we could uh, further discuss, you know, that that culture is. It was pretty fascinating to me to mm-hmm. learn uh, <laughs> that this is uh, to honor honor the mushrooms. That's something uh, pretty cool. But I know we have uh, some other questions, you yeah. know, like uh, our, from our traditional podcast. I know this was more like historical, like lessons and, and stuff. Yeah, we've but been all over. The place. Let's go into this. Let's go into this Q and A. Okay. Quick. <clears throat> I'll bring up my questions. Boom, boom, boom. So, 
what is your Christmas story? I.e., is it the birth of Christ, pagan holidays? Like, what do you think it's all about? You can share what you believe, but also, what do you, what do you think it, it all it all stems from? Um. Well, based on our historical overview, mm-hmm. uh, I think all of that's tied into it, and that's what I grew up with, just like you. Um. I think now as an adult, I look at it as just a time for helping and sharing and family time. That's really what I look at now. I'm not really, to be honest, full disclosure, I'm not really a Christmas person. I'm single, I don't have kids, I am not married, anything like that. I know if I was in those situations, it's a lot different. But for me personally, I'm good. So I just look at it as time off and time to relax. And You and me both. Christmas is for kids. Yeah. Personal opinion, but it is a time, you know, it's um, particularly for kids because we live in a materialistic society. And for me, the, the magic has diffused, you know, it's, but at the same time, I know it means a lot to kids. And mm-hmm. they, when, you know, you want them to, to be happy and they shouldn't be finding their happiness from materialistic things, but, um, if what day, what other day, you know, besides their birthday, you know, you, you need yeah. something to to show you care. And sometimes it's giving is a way to do that. But uh, you got a question for me? Um, this is not a challenge question. This is like regular, our regular questions to each other. Um, what's your favorite Christmas movie as an adult and as a kid? Oh, favorite Christmas movie as an adult and by far Bad Santa was hilarious um really enjoyed that film haven't seen it in years though as a kid there's one you know those little clay ones yeah 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 i used to enjoy those were pretty dope but then there's a scrooge one that i like too there's actually a christmas character a christmas what was it called christmas carol is that uh, referring to Scrooge, there was one yeah. variation that actually gave me the chills with the ghost of Christmas past, Christmas future. Yeah. I'd be like, ooh, like, yo, when I was yeah. a kid, it used to have me give me chills. But um, I remember those films I enjoyed. But what about you? For me, is that Christmas Carol. Um, I kind of like the old school versions a little better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like the old school one for that a Christmas Carol. I think that's what it's called. And then as an adult, Krampus, you know, gotta Krampus. Interesting. I don't think I've seen it. Gotta see it. I told somebody else to check it out. It's good, man. Like, I don't want to spoil it. This is that this is that that character, the bad character you were talking about before, right? Exactly. Yeah. You recently seen this, or you seen it like uh, back in the day? I seen it. Was it last year or this year? Last year is the first time I saw it. I'm, I'm kind of you kind of piqued my interest with uh, like if you watch it, you'll get it. It gives I'll put it this way if you watch it, it gives everybody what they want out of a Christmas movie. Interesting for traditional people that's like really into the spirit, they're gonna get what they want, and then people that's kind of like anti Christmas or <laughs> indifferent or whatever, they're gonna get what they want too. So that's why I like it because it has both in there so yeah thumbs up thumbs up on those nice nice um hit me next question um did you ever believe in santa claus yes i think up until the age of maybe nine and ten range is when i was kind of like all right what's going on like looking around like did you find that out by yourself or did someone defuse that? I think I think adults were pretty I mean we didn't have the internet and YouTube and stuff, so it was easier to conceal that stuff back then. I think I think it just, you know, being the oldest kid, I started just putting two and two together, like, all right. Grandparents is like doing a little extra, mom's a little sneakier around this time of year. Like you just start picking up on stuff. My mom was like hardcore zealot Christian so she mm-hmm. nipped that in the butt like off the rip there is no Santa Claus you can't believe in Santa Claus but believe oh, in wow. this, believe yeah. in this visible man who will you know send you to hell if you're bad <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> so I never believed in Santa Claus, like mm-hmm. off the rip. And I suppose since um, my childhood was ruined, I felt compelled to ruin everyone else's <laughs> school and be like, yo, the Santa Claus guy, he ain't the real deal. The janitor dressed up at, um, as Santa during Christmas, tugged on his beard like, imposter! <laughs> oh, you would do that. Well, like I said, it's uh, at that age and, you know, when people are manipulating your beliefs, I mean, I took it too personally, man. Who could say? But yeah, yeah, I never believed in Santa Claus, but to to that notion, it's um, made me difficult to believe in in, in other uh, mythical things or things based on faith as well. So, you got one for me? Uh, What's the other one? How do you feel about Christmas overall today? Where has Christmas come? We talked about the history. We talked about like little stuff. Like, how do you think kids look at Christmas now and adults and stuff like that? Um, me personally, like I dread the holiday. I look at it as a uh, a looming deficit. Like, how much am I? How much is Christmas gonna cost me this year? And yeah. You know, so I anticipate that, and it is what it is. But I know for children, it's like they they know what it is. It's it's time to get it's time to get gifts. <laughs> Whether they believe in Santa Claus or not, they know they're getting something fly, something fresh, something new. And I like that. You you need that. It's something uh, as a kid, you gotta have something to look forward to. It's like yo, they're in school and, and all this. Looking forward that used to mean the world to me. No, I didn't believe in, in Santa as a child, and I didn't very much even believe in um, Jesus. But, like, I knew, one, I was going to get out of school for, like, ten days. And then if I behaved, I'd get some gifts. So I, I know that tradition is still around uh, today. Yeah. Well, very well put. Uh, I'm kind of along the same vein on this one. Like, it's... You know what does irk me? I'm gonna like I'm about to go just straight Krampus on this real quick. So what does irk me is we Yeah, like yo, we get to Halloween, I already see Christmas stuff like looming. We skip straight over Thanksgiving and I'm already hearing Christmas music, like Christmas Thanksgiving is a grocery holiday. Yeah, basically. They don't have to I mean you gotta market it a bit, like put some extra cranberry sauce out front, but they gonna they know like people won't mop up at Thanksgiving, so you can market it subtly, but it ain't. Mm-hmm. That, it's not as corporate. Christmas is where the money's at. Black yeah. Friday, yeah, it's like yo, oh, we got all the stuff that we didn't sell, we couldn't sell. You know, it's coming to the end of the year. Mark that stuff down seventy percent. Let these uh the Walking Dead like murder each other for it, and yeah. then get that inventory out. New inventory comes in, and then we gonna capitalize on Christmas and. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It's just I've noticed that as well. It's like <laughs> Thanksgiving. I mean, Halloween's over. On to the next one. Yeah. Milk it, milk it, milk it. Yeah, it's been getting earlier too with Cyber Monday. Like all this stuff has been getting early. It's almost to like before Thanksgiving. I've seen like Black Friday stuff before Thanksgiving, like the week of yeah. Thanksgiving. Um, and I also have a pet peeve. Other thing, I'm just going on my old man. Uh, rants and stuff. I only so, as old as you feel. I know that's true. So another thing that annoys me is like, yo, like let's just get to December first before we just do all this Christmas stuff. You might can market and stuff, but just wait till December first, just please, like. And Not then a time is money, and the more uh, the more head start you have, the better. Like, but then then with the tree thing too, right? I'm big on this tree thing. All right, okay. I'm cool with you getting the tree. Probably like the second week, you know what I'm saying? But then the day after Christmas, you should be chucking that joint. Like, this is just how I feel. Right after Christmas. And I see people have them things up till March. Yo, that's Pine needles all over the floor. Like, decorations, I can see up until New Year's. New Year's, all right, you know what I'm saying? New Year's Day, all that joint should be gone. Like, that's probably the max. New Year's Day. Half the people are all hungover, and the last thing they want to do is take down the tree. Then you gotta start the year off fresh. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. These are just my pet peeves. Like I, I like the good order, good order and discipline. 
Yeah, like, I don't know. I, this is something always that irks me. It's like, yo, you still got your tree up? You still got your decorations up? It's already, like, February. I'm like, really? So, yeah. It's time flies, man. Yeah. Yo, we got, um, we got one more challenge question. Yeah. So, ho, ho, ho. Hope you're listening. And oh, ho, ho, pay attention. Yeah, yeah, true. So, um, last Christmas question. What is your favorite Christmas beverage out of the choices of eggnog, hot cocoa, hot cider, Gluvine? And yeah. uh, you, you want to explain briefly what Gluvine is? Gluvine is wine. It's a German tradition for Christmas. Their Christmas is yeah. uh, Christmas uh, Eve is their Christmas, if I remember correctly. That's yeah, they-, they celebrated on the 24th. Yes. And they heat up this wine with what fruit did they put in there? Do you remember? I felt like they put a fruit in too. I couldn't even tell you. Um, but anyway, huh? Go ahead. The apple? It was something. I know it was a fruit. But anyway, it's just basically hot wine, but it's really good. And it's like traditionally something Germans tend to do. So shout out to our German folks. We love y'all. Yeah, say that. Frolic wine. While not changing. Yeah, I totally butchered that. Merry Christmas. Google Translate that. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, the last option on there, though, was Coquito. So, out of the choice of eggnog, hot cocoa, hot cider, glue vine, and Coquito, what is your favorite Christmas beverage? Probably what I would most have more access to readily would probably be eggnog we're gonna go with eggnog on that one you know i was actually thinking the same thing because it's a close um it's very close between eggnog and coquito yeah coquito because you know they have the whole coconut flow but it's it's kind of like puerto rican eggnog to me yeah, is it a is it a it's just like Latin America? Is it just to like Cuba or you know Puerto I don't know all, every, all, sure. all the times I got it, it was from um, Puerto Rican friends. Yeah, me too. I, I really can't say on uh, the origin of it, but it's good stuff. So that's yeah. my answer, my final answer. I'm gonna say coquito. Okay. Eggnog. Yeah, eggnog. Yeah, eggnog is my final answer. Awesome! Awesome. Yo, um, everyone, thank you for listening, hanging out with us on, on Christmas. This is scheduled to drop Christmas Eve, so this is our gift to you. In addition hey. to, um, how do you say, the, the $30 gift certificate. And don't worry, I guess I shouldn't make the same for our um, second place prizes. Mm-hmm. Giving away uh, some copies of the Upgrade America ebook, but... I guess it shouldn't be, um, how do you say, the same questions or same answers because then they can just copy and paste the previous. Yeah. So if uh, runner-ups, if you want to get the Upgrade America handbook, second place, um, put in the comments CJ's favorite Christmas mo- movie and my favorite Christmas movie and you, you'll get yourself a, a free ebook. Oh, which movie? Kid as a kid or as an adult? Remember oh, I asked. Pardon me. Um... As, as a kid, as, an, as a kid, yeah, yeah as, a, as kid. a kid. Final, final question. As a kid, for second place, um, we got three minutes. Kind of want to shout out our sponsors, Robinhood. If you sign up, deposit a hundred bucks into your account, you have the chance of winning. You're gonna win no matter what. But the price size is between eight dollars and I believe five hundred dollars. And that's all you gotta do is put the money into the account, get your stock. You can cash out the stock. And then send your $100 back to another account. But that's an easy come up, and I get a little piece of that, too. So if you want to support our podcast, please sign up for Robinhood today. And um, shop on Amazon. we got our affiliate link down in the comments. If you want to support our podcast, shop on Amazon using our affiliate marketing link. And, you know, we, we, get, a taste of that. we get a little taste of the action. Me and Jeff Bezos go back to, like, 88, you know. <laughs> going on but uh what else we got we got a patreon site out there and you know just if you like what we're doing and you want to help us and en- uh, enhance it send us a little bread big shout out to the family love you yes. guys 
thank you for supporting the podcast and, 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 and participating everything um everyone else happy holidays whatever christmas yeah. means to you enjoy it enjoy the time off spending with your loved ones your family have a great time over to you cj uh same here man this has been a journey so far uh started and inspired by this gentleman right here um in april was it april so i was thinking like marches but was it march march yeah it's like between march and april but anyway i'm very thankful this christmas to have come this far on this podcast indeed you know what i'm saying throwing out our thoughts you know being reckless being like unprofessional and all that good stuff so um shout out to my family friends that support the podcast especially my brother he's very vocal about it um yeah man leave comments let us know like share subscribe we're on all major audio platforms as well for your podcast listeners spotify apple Podcasts, um google Podcasts, all that good stuff we're gonna try to start and getting check out the land of fear it's a book by my little friend she wrote it she's nine years old oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um i will shout out a small business from ig in the links on the audio once i upload the audio so i'll pick a small business out of that point but yeah that's it that's all i got happy holidays happy what kwanzaa on the next episode yes peace